North Base Construction. Great service from the ground up. Roofing, storm damage, and siding. Call the pros at North Base. A hands-on approach. Advice and consulting. Our attention to detail makes the difference. Visit online at NorthBaseConstruction.com. North Base Construction. Great service from the ground up. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the North Face Construction Relegation Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Yeager, alongside Luke Yeager. We've got a special guest in the house as well, Mr. Joe Bennett, the owner of the Bartonville Bourbon Barrels. Woo! Joe! We love you, Joe! What's up, Joe? <laughs> What's up, guys? How Thanks are for you? having me. Of course, man. I'm good. Good to hear. Doing good. We do have a couple questions for you, Joe, to, to start the episode off. You know, just so people get to know the real Joe Bennett. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> the face behind the bourbon barrel. The voice behind the, the voice behind, <laughs> the, not voice the behind. face. Yeah. Well, you'll see his face like right down here That's, or something. But. Yeah, it'll probably be here. <laughs> All right, Joe. <laughs> Here's the first question for you. How does it feel to only be one win and three points out of 15th place? That's got to be pretty exciting. <laughs> Dude, it feels like there's got to be a nicer way to phrase that question. <laughs> no, that was the nice. But, uh, <laughs> that was the nicest way we could think of. Our our original question how was, how does it feel to be in last? Yeah, yeah. We we did we we tried to well, add some not, flowers. It's not great. <laughs> it, it, it's not great. I. It's not fun. I think I probably won't finish in last. I, I'm hopeful, but I would say it's a safe it, bet. Some of it's just. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I would say it's a safe bet with African Token losing Aaron Rodgers and Nick Chubb. I think I think fifth place is within reach, for sure. 15th? 15th yeah. is definitely within reach. What a tease. <laughs> fifth place in the relegation. <laughs> I would take I would take fifth, fifth. If you could guarantee that right now, for sure. Fifth. But no, 15th, I think I can get there. Yeah. Um, this week, I don't know, I... The injuries are happening that I needed. That that helps a little bit. Nick Chubb going out helps me. But oh look, um, Jack, you no, got you got another. Not where I thought I'd be. You've got another injury fan. <laughs> another injury fan I, clubber. I hate listening to Jack say that every week and then realize that I'm like, oh yeah, me too. Like, dang it, no. I don't want to be the guy rooting for injury. Yeah. Just but give in, man. It feels so my good. Team benefits from that. <laughs> uh, kind of another hard hard one to answer, but if the season continues this way. At what point do you start thinking about a rebuild? Uh, if, if I lose the African tokens when I play them, I think that would be the that would be like a hard line. Um, <laughs> what week is that? Is that this week? But no, it's not this week. I think it's I think it's farther out. I gotta I would have to look at the schedule. Yeah, I I think I well with with my team as it is, I probably am not going to be winning a lot against the median. Right. So I would say. Oh man, I think if I win like or lose three more, three more games, mm-hmm. three more weeks, that probably would be the time to maybe just start structuring for next year and just realize, oh, you got to play in the bottom eight, which is fine. Um, <clears throat> my hope then is that Luke is in the bottom eight too. <laughs> um, so root for injuries and root for your buddy to fail. I guess is <laughs> my new mantra. Heck yeah! You want to <laughs> hear an interesting fact, Joe? 
I would love it. So as of right now, you're projected to play the African token in week 12 and projected to lose by six. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That is the least encouraging thing. Well, <laughs> I've heard all day. You never know, though, because that's not including Cooper Cup coming back. That's your lineup as of right now. So if you haven't changed it at all, the, the, the projection doesn't really mean a whole lot. But just to let you know, you do play him in, the, in week 12. <laughs> yeah. That that might be the time, like the, at that point in the season, it's like the was it time to hang up the cleats type of thing, which I I can't even say that I'm in I'm behind him, but um, <laughs> it would be it would be rough to get to week twelve and then lose to Conzi. Yeah, that would be tough, especially if you were like uh, shooting for a spot still. Like if you were if you made a comeback and you're like in ninth. And he takes you out. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where it ends right there. Uh, that would, uh, that would, that be, would be tough. Okay, right. we got one more question I, for you. I would you. rather... Oh, no, go, go for it. Go no, for no, it. you finish your thought. I was going to say, from a from a team build, I'd probably rather not lose to Bikanzi, but from a like owner, I would rather not lose to the Corn Dogs. Oh. That would be that would be my <laughs> least favorite team to get knocked out. That would be tough. Why is that? Just like personal issues with Noah and Matt and Matt. I always forget his name. I should I know. not. Oh, no. But you've Noah. never met. Noah. Noah. I know. I've never met him. But world. I should know him. Oh, it's Matt. It's all Matt. Oh, you don't like Matt? No, I, I, I don't dislike Matt. I like <laughs> to. We're in fantasy baseball. We've done fantasy football before, and it's a. It's just a give each other a hard time as much as we can type of thing. So, so you got you got um, qualms with the corn dog queen. Yeah, <laughs> the queen. yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Matt's gonna love that. <laughs> Forget his name, call him a chick. Yeah, he's gonna love that. Oh, that's one. Can we just clip that? That's the clip. <laughs> yeah, not even for socials. We're just sending it to the bourbon barrels, just, just for personal reasons. <laughs> All right, Joe, one last question for you before we kind of get into uh, uh, other segments of the day. But as a fan of Premier League soccer, which team would you compare the Bourbon Barrels to? Oh, man. Um, Okay, this season, and this is probably a bias, I I would like to think that my past in fantasy football is better than what this team looks like. So good, good history. Tough injuries, a little dysfunctional at the moment. So I think you could you could make the case for United, and there's there's definitely a bias there because I'm a I'm a big United fan. <laughs> that's but a, that's I think that I think that this season they are struggling. They lost today in the Champions League, um, albeit to Bayern. So that's a that, that's a good team to lose to if you have to. Yeah. Um, but they've looked kind of pitiful so far in the, the Premier League. Has United ever started a season zero and four? <laughs> oh, not that I know. I think we did zero and two and a tie last year. That's that's pretty Which similar. Pretty, uh, zero and two is essentially is. what you're at. I did just look up. Man U is at thirteenth in the table. Oh, so not too far off. Yeah, I mean actually, they have twenty teams in theirs. We only have sixteen. <laughs> yeah, still though, that's pretty comparable. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's as hot of a take as some people might think. As as, as hot of a take as I thought originally. I was, yeah. Man, Man, you. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> so we're not we're not basing it on the history of United. We're basing it on the the current current, current team. season in yeah. which they've been struggling. Yes. They've had some. They've had some good players on injury. Their biggest signing in the the over the summer has played like one game. So mm. that's that's tough. But I think that they can rebound, and I. 
am surely hoping that I can too. Yeah, you know what? I like that take. I mm-hmm. think that was pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm here for it, man. Yeah. All right. So to get into the other segments of the show today, we're going to be getting into league news a little bit, talking about trades and whatnot, other things going into that. Uh, we also have the league pick'em challenge, and we have a Q and A. So these are all things to be looking forward to as we move through the episode. Uh, first thing we're going to dive into is league news. We're going to talk about a pretty big trade that uh, definitely affects a majority of our league, a lot of Minnesota guys. The Vikings have acquired running back Cam Akers for a 2026 pick swap, unspecific at the time of recording. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Shout out Andrew Peterson. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what it was, but it, it will definitely affect both Unicorn Fart, who has Cam Akers, yep. and it'll affect the Texas Turf Hoppers, who has... Uh, Alexander Madison. Yeah, and it actually, uh, you had told me before we started the episode that you had offered Unicorn Fart a trade for Cam Akers this morning before any news had broke. You were trying to give him I a second-round pick, and he said, that's actually a good trade offer. It's good value. Yep. But he said, I'm just looking to see what kind of happens with Cam Akers. And then within about eight hours, <laughs> a lot happened with Cam Akers. He made the right move. I, I texted him after the deal. I said, how close were we actually? And he goes, oh, I thought about it for literally... A, less than a second and said no he's like i knew it was a fair offer but he it just it was worth holding him yeah. to see if he had needed a roster spot or was desperate for something else yeah may, maybe he would have but right it wasn't even close which made me feel a lot better because like oh, if i had been close to cam Akers <laughs> six hours before the trade yeah. joe what do you feel about cam Akers going to minnesota is he going to be um competing against Madison or is he going to take his spot completely? What do you, what do you see the outcome kind of happening in Minnesota? Uh, it's a good point. I, I think, I think he'll still be in the number two. I think that they, they like that one could go cause they had a lot of faith in Madison. I don't think he looked super great last week. No. Um, he looked, he looked better in week one. I think that with the Vikes defense, they're probably going to be in situations to throw a lot more, which I think detracts from both running backs, but I think he's, especially with this depth, I think that he's a really good piece to have. I still think he's probably the number two behind Madison, unless he just comes out and tears it up, which which could happen. Mm-hmm. But it'll be interesting. I think, to watch. I think it was good that he held on to him. I I probably wouldn't have traded away Acres. Yeah, yeah, so likewise. I think that was the right call. I would agree with that. I think so too. Who do you think? How much do you think it'll affect the turf hoppers? With Madison, do you think is he still a flex worthy play? Madison, yeah, throughout the rest of the year. I think in this in this league, I think you can still play him as a flex. I think it'll be interesting to see too who gets goal line work because if he's even if he's not getting a lot of touches, if he's getting a couple shots at the end zone each week, then then I think you definitely play him. Yeah, true. Um, For sure. Well, should we go on to the much bigger, more important trade? Our huge trade of the week. (laughs) The uh, the blockbuster. Yeah, it's actually more like the opposite of a blockbuster trade. (laughs) But it is is a fun one. We got the Acorn Assassins and the old York Yorkies have come to a conclusion on a couple of really valuable players. A gentleman's agreement. A gentleman's agreement and a gentleman's (laughs) handshake. Huzzah. Huzzah. The Acorn Assassins are receiving running back Chase Reynolds uh, from Detroit. And also the tight end Michael Mayer from Las Vegas. Uh, and the Yorkies are receiving wide receiver Justin Watson from Kansas City. And they're also receiving a dollar for the veteran draft. Woohoo. Crazy. Don't spend it all in uh, one place. Yeah, right. <laughs> so out of 
Out of all the variables that we just listed, Joe, does any of it have value? <laughs> I uh, I really don't know. I, Justin Watson, there's no I, there's no clear cut in Kansas City as far as I'm concerned outside of Kelsey. Yeah, this guy more had a good week, but I, I still think that they're they, they don't have like a number one receiver really. So I think there's some upside there. I I asked Luke even before this kind of what he was thinking because I have like do you see something that I don't see because <laughs> I didn't see a ton of value with with any of the players but I think I think he has some upside. Um, I don't think it was bad pick or good bad trade either way. I think it's probably pretty even. Yeah. Um, and I I think both guys probably felt okay about it. I don't think somebody felt like they got taken advantage of or. I don't think somebody felt like they got, wow, it's just the best trade I've made all year. <laughs> so far. If, no, no, no. This is my second trade. I got Romeo Dobbs. What about Andy? Oh, this is Andy's first trade. Yeah, yeah so best, trade, best of trade of the year for, year for Andy. <laughs> Attaboy, Acorn. So now, getting into it, Luke, would you like to kind of describe why you did it? What's the point behind it? Yeah, well, I don't... I, like you said, I, with players of this caliber, I don't know if you can make a good or a bad trade. It pretty much just is a swap of bench players. And I sent him Chase Reynolds because he's got Montgomery. Chase yep. Reynolds was going to do no good on my bench. There was, I, I don't see playing him before Montgomery gets back unless I have really unfortunate injuries. But Andy doesn't have like anybody. His Mike Boone was his next guy up. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I can get even a dollar back for him. Perfect. I'll move him off my roster, whatever. But so I offered Chase Reynolds for Justin Watson and a buck. Oh, okay. And Andy said no. And so then I said, okay, well, how about Chase Reynolds, Michael Mayer for a Watson and two bucks? And he said, I'll give you a buck for that. And I was like, oh, okay, sounds good. All right, we'll take so it. So that, that was all it really was. Sucker. Um, Watson, Watson's put up 45 yards the first game, 62 the second game. Yeah. It feels like there's worse dart throws than... Uh, Mahomes receiver who could get 60 yards and a touchdown on any given play. True. And Michael Mayer, honestly, I already had, I had four tight ends. So I was like, I need to move one of these just to clear room. Right. So that was when I was like, I'll add Michael Mayer, clear a spot and try to get some extra space. Why was the tight end the, like the deal breaker there for him? He has, he has Dallas Goddard, right? So you have a really solid starter. He's going to have one bye week. I mean, he could pick up Noah Gray on the um, on the waiver wire, yeah. so like I, that kind of surprised me as I was diving into his roster a little bit more. Yeah, I think um, it must just be the it must just be the upside of him being a high drafted rookie and just seeing maybe he gets more involved, especially with Adams and uh, Jacoby Myers in concussion protocol this week. Oh, true. Yeah. So maybe they maybe he <clears throat> gets a few catches, makes a name for himself, and and does something, and and maybe he's more keeper value for next year. True, if he does anything. But it, honestly, it's probably a guy who will hit the waiver wire before the year ends. There's nothing really that sexy about the trade. Nobody's really coming ahead like that much. No. I think the most valuable piece of this entire trade is the dollar, <laughs> which yeah. is crazy because that's not that much. Probably, yeah. There's not not too much going on. With that trade. We've probably spent enough time on that trade. Yeah, we've talked about it enough. All right, let's move on to <laughs> waiver wire additions. So African Token um, still has not added another QB. Yeah, so this was actually added to the dock, not because of who he's added, but the fact that he still hasn't added anybody. 
And with Burrow getting hurt, he didn't go after Jake Browning. Yeah, true. Who the Lumberjacks picked up for free. And he also didn't go after Gardner Minshew. Which wow. He may have put a bid, but he got outbid, and it was only five bucks. So he did, he's not... Obviously, he's not putting in a ton of effort to get a quarterback. He must just not be... I guess these guys are one or two week rentals, and he's just thinking, "Look, if Carr goes out, I'll go for Winston or something like yeah, that." Yeah, he, true. He might just be like, "It's not not worth it for these guys." But I, yeah, I did think he would go for Minshew. I thought he was going to go for Minshew as well. I saw him on the waiver wire because I was thinking about him, knowing that he's already in kind of a tough spot with QBs already. It's like you got to pick up somebody at some point, but. I don't know. He he must have a plan that we don't know about. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. We also had a couple uh, waiver wire additions from the Barton, uh, Bartonville Bourbon Barrels. You picked up Ronnie Rivers of the Los Angeles Rams and Gary Brightwell of the Giants, both for two bucks each. Yeah, good pickups. Yeah, just trying to create some death uh, again, hoping for injuries, which is terrible to say. Um, but have 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 some have somebody if you know if somebody else goes down or uh, that type of a thing. Um, I don't think that everybody was really going to see anything. I think Breda will get most of the work there. Mm-hmm. Um, now that Acres is gone, Ronnie Rivers maybe has a little bit more value. We will see what what happens. Um, I think I they think were Williams good. Is, is really good there. So I think they were good speculative ads. I I was actually trying to get rid of a guy so that I could go after Brightwell. because uh, I I wanted to oh, see okay. I wanted to see what happens when Saquon's not in the rotation. I want to see how much he gets compared to Brita. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I am very interested and didn't. I mean, he's just a good guy to have the, on the bench if he if nothing happens. Cool, drop and move on to the next injury that Joe is just over the moon about. <laughs> just waiting for it. And I kind of figured it's when when you're owned to like this and in not a lot, not like a huge prospect of like jumping way up, right? I figured using some fab that's two bucks here and there is probably going to be, I'd rather run that risk than get to the end of the year and be like, well, you have... 60 bucks left and nothing to show for it mm, for sure it, you know and you, in, in you this just kind of start putting some feelers out in this league it uh i'm noticing that it's so hard to find guys that i'm like yeah i want to put money on which means that i'm just not probably going to spend it well i think it's it's smarter like well, let's move on to the roided rawberries and corn dog so roided rawberries put ten dollars on tony jones jr yep new orleans yep. running back yep and corn dog put 14 dollars on brandon johnson now, are those guys worth that in any other league? No. No, not at all. But what else are you going to use that money for? You're not going to get the, um, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on his first name, the guy who was replacing Chubb, Ford. Uh, Jerome, Jerome Ford, Ford, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Ford. Yeah, there's not going to be anybody who pops up like that yeah, where you're that spending caliber. 60, 70 yeah. bucks. Or like a Nakua after his first two weeks. No, in he one was of my leagues, drafted. Yeah, in one of my leagues, he was available after... After week two, I could pick him up still because I was number one on the waiver wire list or whatever. You're not going to see guys of that caliber. You're going to see like the Agnews and like just random guys that are like third string. Maybe there's an injury here projected to get three and a half points. Exactly. Like that's what your depth is. So that's tough. Yeah. Those will, those will be interesting. All right. Let's get into league pick them presented by team healthcare. Shout out team healthcare. We appreciate you sponsoring this segment. Um, Essentially what the league pick are. We're going to recap last week's selections. I went five and three, but it also says over. Oh, I'm overall four and four. Yeah, your picks didn't save either. 
we both didn't submit our picks according to the thing. What the you, heck? You're still four and four, and I'm still two and six. So even though we picked them, yes, last week we must not have hit save picks, submit picks. What the heck? I know. I know, but I went back and I tracked. You went five and three. You did pretty well. Oh, so but it didn't get submitted. No, it didn't. No. Can you manually submit them? No. That's so dumb. I know. So, but we'll. I mean, <laughs> whatever. It's fine. We're only a couple points behind people, so we can make it up. Okay. Well, yeah. So I guess we both didn't do the one thing that the commissioner <laughs> commissioner slash podcaster should be doing is hitting save. But yeah, I went. I went five and three. Luke went four and four. Um, special mention goes out to the Lumberjacks, which went seven and one. What was the game that he got wrong? I don't know. I didn't didn't go back to check which one he got wrong. Yeah. But the a- funny thing is, is week one. So he's he's in like third in our league pick him. Yeah. <laughs> week one, he thought it was only to pick your own game. Oh. So, so, <laughs> and he got it. He got it and he's wrong. Still third. <laughs> so so he he's got- seven and two. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So. For everybody in this league, go pick them because uh, you're still in it. Yeah, that is hilarious. Well, we're going to be going into this week's league pickums. Um, going to load up the matchups right now. Um, what's the first one on your guys' list? Is it your team? No. So we're going to go with Unicorn Fart versus Acorn Assassins. Okay. Yep. So Unicorn Fart is currently projected at 100.27 points this week against the Acorn Assassins, 87.35. Um, that's a pretty big differential. Is there any injuries that are still in place right now, or is anybody projected to get zero, or is this just straight up? Nope, that's just is what it is. Uh, currently, he uh, Acorn Assassins have David Montgomery in their lineup still, who is expected to miss, so still, that'll lower. But still projected to get 8.07 right now if he does play. Yep. Very interesting. So, uh, Joe, who are you taking, Unicorn Fart or Acorn Assassins this week? Well, given the, the trade and the addition of Reynolds, I'm <laughs> still going to have to go with Unicorn Fart yeah. because that team is just, it's just a lot. They're, they're really, really good. I think they up and down, they got, they have Ford on their team, which I think is, I think the trust in Ford was a lot of the reason that they let Kareem Hunt walk. Now he's back in the picture, but still, I think that's a really good running back to have. So I, I think that they walk away with it pretty handily. Yeah, you also got Tony Pollard going up against Arizona this week. I, I bet you they hit their projection. Uh, the only guy that I don't like on Unicorn Fart is still Deshaun Watson. He did not, I mean, overall, last week, he blew that game for Cleveland. He's not the guy that he used to be. He does not look good right now. He does um, not look like a 21-point fantasy player to me either, no, like as week, the year goes on. Week one, he put up almost 24 points. Yeah, I know. Last yeah. week, he put up 13 points. Six. And I think he's somewhere in between that, probably. I think he's like a maybe a little below that, though. I think he's like a 16-point guy. To be fair, this team doesn't need anything more than that. Yeah, that's this true. This team is so stacked. <laughs> yeah. I think all three of us are going to go unicorn fart in this one. I Yep, I would agree with that. Unless we see a big game from T. Higgins again, Devonta Adams does something wild, and Dallas Jones manages to put up crazy points in San Francisco without Saquon Barkley. Um, I think Unicorn Fart takes it pretty easily. Hey, guys, a quick word from our sponsors at Team Healthcare. If you guys are looking for any sort of chiropractic needs, uh, PTs, any sort of medical issues, they help with all that. They have nurses, nurse practitioners on staff, acupuncture and massages, um, experienced providers in reducing pain, improving the brain, and restoring energy. They brought lower back decompression to Minnesota and have used it successfully to treat the backs that others cannot help. Uh, Herniated, degenerative, and bulging discs – 
They are the home of the Brain Performance Center, treating concussions, ADD, anxiety, and other brain issues. So if you ask me, Jalen Waddle playing this weekend, I think it totally depends on if he ends up at Team Healthcare Clinic. Uh, <laughs> the medical team has a knee protocol that is uh, getting even degenerative conditions back to an active life. So if these are any of the issues that you're dealing with on a day-to-day basis, make sure to go check out Team Healthcare. Phenomenal. We've been using them for years. We've known them for years. They're great guys, uh, and they will help you get back to the, the way you were in your 20s. Our next one we're going to go over is Corndog versus Pond Feet FC. Ooh, Joe's favorite team, the Corndog Kings. <laughs> <laughs> They're just Corndog. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's catching on. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I hate it. Noah always gets what he wants. <laughs> That's so funny. So, Joe, as of right now, the Pond Feet FC are projected to get 91.2, and the Corndog Kings are projected to get 76.34. Uh, they do have... Saquon Barkley still in the lineup, even though he's out and projected to get zero. Brees Hall and Jalen Waddell are both questionable, but they're still projected to lose by, what is that, 13? Yeah, they'll, well, they have Burita, so 20, they, they have the backup, so that'll bump them up almost another eight points. So they'll basically be projected to lose by eight or nine points. Okay. Um, and Eckler could still end up being out, right? Which Eck- would Eckler's projected to be out actually right now. He, he's expected to be, but he is still projected 15 points. Interesting. In my yeah, yeah. in my ESPN league, he is projected to be out and zero points. Interesting. So something to keep in mind. See, mine, well, at the start of the podcast, he was still projected 20 and mine. I, I still have him, I have him on a roster and he was still projected 20. Oh, um, must have changed. I'm so playing, I wonder if things I'm, just kind of update. Yeah. There's actually a lot of injuries to deal with in this game. You've got Jalen Waddle yeah. if he's not out of concussion protocol. Yeah, true. You've got Saquon Barkley Who's already. Out. Yeah, definitely out. Already out. Actually, they're still saying we don't know if he's going to play before Thursday, but he's out. You know, like they're not going to play him, but they keep saying. I know. I think he might be officially out. Because I think they, he got officially ruled out. I think out. he got officially. It does ruled say out. out. Yeah. Um, Brees Hall says he's dealing with an injury. I don't think that's anything. He was just limited in practice. Uh, he'll be fine. Yeah. And Amari Cooper also listed as questionable, but he played Monday. He'll be fine. Yeah. He's going to play again. So it's really Eckler, Waddle, and Barkley m- having major effects on this game. Joe, who do you think, with all of that, a lot of different projecting that you have to do, a lot of different guessing, who do you think takes this game? Uh, if Waddle stays in... If, if okay, so if Waddle plays, I think that there could be a little bit of an upset, and Cornox could, could take it because I think I don't think Eckler's going to play. I think Brady's going to have a good game, at least serviceable. I think Calvin Ridley is just going to torch Houston. Um, same with Josh Allen and Washington. So I think I I think it's really really close. I'm going to go with the the hope of seeing an underdog win, even though I. It is not the team I want to do that for. But I think that if Waddle stays in, that's the caveat. If Waddle stays in, then I think they could do it. If not, then the pick's going to go to Pond Feet. One yeah. thing I will say is I think Geno Smith is going to have a big game against Carolina. Uh, I think Amari Cooper plays. You lose Eckler. That does hurt. Who is their flex spot then coming in? Do they play Cortland Sutton? Mm, let's see. Last week, they... Or Mooney. DJ Mooney or Cortland Sutton they'll, comes they'll in at start, flex. They'll start Mooney. 
Mooney, yeah. I mean, they could do something. Oh, wait, no. No, no. They already have two flex spots as wide receivers, so they do have to find a running back. So it's Elijah Mitchell. Good catch. And that's who they put last week, and he got no time on the field. So maybe they don't put Elijah Mitchell, then maybe they go with um, Spears from Tennessee. Yep. Ah, that's so tough, actually. Maybe I go with Corndog. I, I don't think Waddle plays. I don't think Waddle plays. I'm going Pond Feet because I think Corndog are missing too many people. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Corn Dogs. Yeah. Okay. I'm All here right. for it. So we got Corn Dog, Pond Feet, and up in the air for Joe. <laughs> um, That's fun. I think this will be the ugliest game of the week. I do too. I think it'll be the lowest scoring this game will, of the this week. This will be an ugly one. Yeah. It'd be nice to be playing one of these guys. <laughs> it was. All right. Moving into our next matchup of the week, uh, the most important matchup of the week, if I do say so myself. We got the the Big Lake Lumberjacks, sponsored by Ember Coffee, and the Sun City Sleepers, sponsored by City Moving and Storage. <laughs> Did you get an official? I got an official sponsorship. <laughs> there hasn't been any financial transactions yet, but uh, I'd say we're in uh, in a pretty good spot right now. <laughs> All right. We got our second team sponsor. It's nice. It feels good, you so, know? Yeah. It's, it's safety. It's guaranteed, <laughs> you know? $250, baby. What do you got? <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> it's actually kind of fun, though. Shout out City Moving and Storage. Quick little promo. If you're looking for any moving needs in the uh, in the uh, Midwest area in Minnesota, they do it everywhere to Florida as well, though. If you're looking to relocate, they got great employees, great owner, best prices. <laughs> best prices in the Midwest. <laughs> no bias here. No, no bias. bias here. No, I've looked into a lot of moving companies, okay? <laughs> they got good prices. <laughs> And they're honest. <laughs> Moving with integrity. Wow. All right. Anyway, let's get into it. Uh, Joe, how do, you, how do you like the matchup of the week? Big like Lumberjacks versus the Sun City Sleepers. Who are you taking? <laughs> they were not, they just now got the matchup <laughs> of the week. <laughs> it's a personal promo. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going Sleepers. I, I think, yeah, I think Metcalf is probably going to play. Yep. You know, it's questionable. Um, Burroughs is has been hit or miss, but like actually more miss really than anything. But he plays the Rams, I think he torches him. Um, I think I think you're gonna be surprised at what um Pirine does for the sleepers this week. Mm. Um, he's he was the receiving back when Denver was down against Washington, yep. Um, towards the end of the game, so I think in a game where I expect Miami to do what they do and just put up a lot of points and Denver might have to chase that. Um, I think you see Pirine maybe go over his projection, which given Ooh. the fact that you're already projected to win, I think that's going to push you over the edge. So I'm, I would pick the sleepers to win this one. Joe, I like the way you think, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I got you. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm going to go with the sleepers as well. I think Joe Burrow does not play this week. Um, I don't see DeAndre Swift putting up another 20 bomb uh, and Rashawn Johnson's kind of up in the air for me. I don't know. It's a, that's a tough flex spot or a tough RB two spot actually. Um, not to say that I don't have a, a pretty weak running back too, but after what Joe said, I'd say I got a RB RB one of the week. Maybe who's your RB two? James Conner. Yeah, now, after, James, after James Conner is glowing P Ryan yeah. projection. Well, they're playing Dallas. Come on, he's gonna have an off week. That's true. P Ryan's gonna put up 18. James Conner's gonna get 10. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we'll see. I uh, speaking of the off week with, with Connor playing Dallas. Yeah, I'm picking the Lumberjacks because of some of your matchups. Yeah. Um, I the Dallas 
Oh, wait. Hold on. Two Dallas. Let me take a look at this again. Yeah, There's only ahead. two guys playing Dallas. Yeah, then go you ahead. got Miami, Indy, <laughs> Houston, Cleveland. Yeah. Cleveland's a tough matchup. No. <laughs> That's, gosh. It's a tough one. I've I, also did, been, I picked I've also the Lumberjacks been, originally, but Joe, Joe, you go first and... Joe already picked me. I mean, you go next. I've Jack. already picked me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> There's no more time, man. This this is crazy. Okay, this is you're ridiculous. talking about Cleveland. Traylon Burks is going to be. Is, Hopkins is still. Is he questionable still? I think so. But he's still, he was going in the last week and he played, but he still isn't. I don't think, at least from what I've seen, not 100. percent He's. I think Traylon Burks. He might have a week. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is still projected to get like 10.89 points, though. So my guess is he plays, but yeah. if he doesn't, then I think he'll. Burks might be the guy. And I'll be monitoring that pretty closely because I've been thinking all week, is it time to start Chuba Hubbard at my flex too? Because he is a reliable seven points so far, and I really like that. Traylon Burks can be nine or he can be two. Oh, okay. Looking at... <laughs> okay, I'll go sleepers. I'm going to go sleepers. I'm going to trust you guys, yeah, and you if it goes wrong... um. I can blame you and be very upset. And if it goes right, I can be like, look, I'm a genius. I trusted my advisors. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. I either think, way, I win. It's a sleeper's week, baby. Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Come on. What are we talking about here? Come um, on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sleepers it is. All right. Let's move on to the... Oh, this is a fun one. We got the African token <laughs> versus the North Sea Barnacles. African token is currently projected to put up... 82.49 points somehow, only starting six players. <laughs> he's, he's not starting I know, six I know, I'm just kidding. And uh, the North Sea Barnacles projected at about 91. Yep. I think it's a pretty safe... I mean, it's it's got to be Barnacles. It's just got... It's got to be the pick. You think, look at African Token, sure, maybe... Maybe some somebody... I mean, Tyreek Hill can always have a massive week. That is true. He's listed he can, as questionable right now, but he was limited ankle injury. He'll be fine. Um, I, I if Tyreek Hill goes off, it's close, but I still think Barnacles win. I do too. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Kirk Pierce or Sanders, and I'm still going to take the Barnacles as well. Uh, I don't have faith in Derek Carr. Uh, Bourne is a tough wideout too. Hill's a tough RB two, and there's not a whole lot of depth in the flex spot. Claypool had a good game last week, but does he do it again? Nah, I don't know. Probably not. No. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Waller, James Cook, Trevor Lawrence, Lockett team. Yep, I like that. Joe, what are you feeling? Yeah, I, I don't think it's really that big of a question. I, I think I think the projection is probably closer than it actually is gonna end up being. But yeah, I'd say I'd say all three of us are gonna take Barnacle straight up, and that's probably the easiest pick of the week. Yeah. Um, moving into our mm-hmm. next matchup, we got the Lake City Longnecks versus the Great North Number Punchers and our brother rivalry. This is honestly probably the primetime matchup. This the is, match yeah. of the week. It's two 4 0 teams yep. who happen to be brothers playing each other and are also two of the highest projections for the week. Yeah, between, and their projections are within about two points of each other. Yeah. So I would definitely say this is the primetime matchup of the week. Um, the only question. Is real. I mean, you got Watson and Pacheco is questionable, but Anthony Richardson off of concussion protocol, he had an incredible quarter one last week. Does he come back and do it again if he's healthy? Uh, I don't think he plays. I think Jared Goff plays. So it's a honestly his backup, the guy on the bench right now. Yeah, is projected more than Richardson. Is he projected like 20? Oh, 20, 21, almost 22, almost 22. Holy cow! So yeah, I think he'll be starting Jared Goff, 
And uh, that'll actually bring the projection numbers closer, but I don't know if Goff actually puts up 22. He'll be the highest projected total once he swaps Goff in. Yeah, that's interesting. That's really interesting. Oh, no, it won't come closer because that's Nate's team. He's already projected to score more. So it'll actually be a bigger differential between the two teams. You're right. But, Joe, what are you thinking about this, this predicting matchup? Uh, I think it's going to be really close. I've, I'm excited to see it. I think... I don't know if Watson... If Watson plays, I still don't know if he's going to be the guy. Yeah. I think I think we saw love spread around pretty well. I think he also... I personally think he has a good rapport with Dobbs. So I think Dobbs is probably going to eat into some of Watson's value. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd probably go with the number punchers. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, even if Richards um, Richardson was healthy, I would still play Goff. And I'm I'm pretty high on Tank Dell. I think, I think he's a better flex player than Laporta, mm-hmm. um, which would even further that spread there. So my pick is going to go to the number punchers. Mm, I like that take. Uh, this is the first one that I think me and Joe don't agree on. I'm going to go with the long necks this week. Oh, what, what do you think's the differentiator? I think the big differentiator is Justin Jefferson. I think he has a crazy game against the Chargers, and I think he blows out his projection. I think he gets like 25 points this week. Um, I think Nakua keeps going, dude. I think Puka puts up another game this mm-hmm. week. I, I don't see him slowing down. Like a good comparison between like a guy like Nakua would be like a Jordan Addison. Whereas Jordan Addison's getting about 60, 70 yards a game and a touchdown. He's having good games, but the touchdowns will slow down. Nakua is getting crazy targets. So I don't really see his production slowing down. I think, I think I'm going to give it to the long necks. That's, you know what? I, I mean, I see those two guys, Jefferson and Nakua could carry the team for sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's enough to beat what the number punchers have right now. Yeah. Uh, Pitt, Pittman, well, it'll be interesting with Pittman. He'll have a new quarterback. See if Minshew throws to him the same way that Richardson has been. True. Peppering him with targets. Um, I like McCaffrey. I like Kelsey. Edwards can fall into the end zone. Um, DJ Moore, I think, is a steady play. I think he's going to be the only guy really getting tight targets there. Yeah. I think he'll get... I don't know, six, seven catches, be a serviceable guy. It's going to be close, but I just, I think the running backs for the long necks with Pacheco and Rashad White are just not good enough yeah. to compete with the number punchers. Well, one quick thing to to your point, Jack, about uh, Jefferson and how he has potential off. He's been crushing it this year. He still has not scored a touchdown. Whoa. I know, it's crazy. So that is insane. He's He's been putting up like what is he like wide receiver two or three something like that right now um and he has not scored a touchdown yet so So he's he's one play away from being just way over the top yeah um and i think that that we've talked on the podcast before about touchdowns not being a a sticky stat um but i think that that is going to come back around for him i think he'll start getting those he's still getting targets but i think it'll start to hit Mm-hmm. And then he's really going to take off. So if that happens this week, he could have a huge impact on the year for sure. Yeah, look out. He could easily yeah. put, he could put up a week like Tyreek did in week one. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I, I'm saying 25 is his like, that's like. That's what you would project him at. I probably would. I probably would. And I, I could see him even going for like 32. Yeah, that's so. that's game 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 winning week right there. Is that, sure. is that enough, Joe, for you to sway your opinion to the right side or the other side? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, no, probably not. <laughs> no, <All> I, right. <laughs> think, I think I think Kelsey. I think Kelsey's going to outscore his projection too. I uh, think he's going to get like he's due for like two touchdowns, hmm. especially against a terrible Chicago team. True. Um, so I, if Jefferson put up like thirty-two points, that that's that's tough to argue against. But I, I would stick with my pick. I would stick with. Uh, I would too. All right, moving into another huge matchup of the week. We got the Bartonville Bourbon Barrels going up against Slumlord Co. This will be a fun one. Do we want to start out with you, Joe? <laughs> oh, this is definitely the way I turn it around. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it no. is, it's projected to be super close. Yeah. 80, 84.18 to 85.77. Oh, and just a heads up, DeAndre Hopkins is currently not listed as questionable anymore on here. Yep. You're right. Yep. He's he is good to go. Um I I don't like to root against myself, but I think I I think he probably takes it this week. Unless Unless we get what I expected last week out of Kelly and Dylan, I was so disappointed. I was like, "Oh, the two guys I need to get hurt got hurt. I'm gonna have two RB ones." And they, once they again, Joe, bad. Joe just celebrating with a <laughs> a glass of bourbon when every guy I, gets injured. I, Kicks I, up I, his feet. He says, "Babe, open another bottle. <laughs> we got another it's injury." Time to celebrate. <laughs> Um, no, I, I was kind of happy when I thought those guys were going to be um, really good. I think Kelly could still be good against Minnesota. Um, I think it'll be close. I'll need I'll need big performances from Jackson and Diggs. But I think I've actually already solidified my pick on our pickums as Slumlord. Mm. So I'll either be happy to take that loss or I'll be happy that I got it right. Yeah, it's a win, hedge it's your bets. It's a deal. win-win situation. I do agree with you on Joshua yep. Kelly. If Eckler is <laughs> out... Joshua Kelly could have a great week. He could blow past his projection. He could have like 14, 15 points this week. Yeah. I'd he, love to see it. Yeah. I'd be super happy. He, and he definitely could. And I mean, he he played terrible last week, but that Minnesota defense couldn't stop the run to save their lives true. against Philly last week. Yeah, he might he might have a, a great game. And you were kind of talking about Kenneth Gainwell before. You were kind of hoping at the beginning of the season that he might have been a little bit more productive than DeAndre Swift. Do you think there's any change in pace on that, or do you think they're going to continually target Swift? I think this game probably goes more to Swift. I think Daniel's coming back, so from an injury, so I think Swift probably gets more looks this mm-hmm. game. Um, I think they went with Gainwell like to start the season for a reason. I'm hopeful that he gets back into that. I also think Swift is really injury-prone, which all back to that, but I think... <laughs> Injuries, baby. <laughs> would you would you pull out Gainwell and move Kelly into your RB and play with your flex spot? Do you see that happening before the week starts? Um, with Gainwell playing uh, on Monday, because yeah. he's playing Monday, so if you don't know for sure that he's going to be back in, um, guys, guys, you're looking at would be Bateman and Antonio Ga- uh, Gibson or Kareem Hunt first oh. game back in Cleveland. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that. That was an interesting thought to me. Was what what Kareem Hunt would would look like? I, I we've seen him be productive, even on the same you know when he and Chubb were both playing. So I think that Jerome Ford, I think Kareem Hunt could still have a decent game. Um, but yeah, I think that's a good point. I actually hadn't even thought about that as I was looking. I just kind of felt like this was the best lineup. But moving him over gives a little bit of flexibility. So if he's 
something happens, it re-aggravates it, or they come out and say Swift's is starting, you know, it's going to be sitting, and you have a little flexibility. Yep. The, I, I think it's going to be very close. Slumlord has very much disappointed me this year. I rated them super high to start, and they just... The old guys have looked old. Yeah, they have. Other than Mike Evans, the old guys have looked old. Yeah, Henry and Mixon have both looked pretty old. And I, but I think it'll be close. I'm gonna go Slumlord as well. I just, I think it'll be close, but I, I think Evans and somebody else will show up. He just has more options for guys who can go off. I think. Yeah, I would agree. This is a tough one for me, actually. Not just because the projections are close, but solely on the fact that. Uh, I think Lamar has a good game against Indianapolis. Diggs has a good game against Washington. Yeah. I'll go bourbon barrels. All right. Yeah, mixing I'll, it up. I'll take the bourbon barrels. Let's go. Heck yeah, Joe. I'm here for you, baby. <laughs> it's sticking with your guns. I think you ranked me the, the highest going into the season. So Yeah, and Stafford could always tear something. With it. <laughs> yeah, Stafford could always. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Grab another bottle. <laughs> That's fun. All right, moving into our next matchup of the week. We have the Texas Turf Hoppers against the Andover Avalanche. Texas Turf Hoppers are currently projected at 98.17, one of the highest projections of the week. And the Andover Avalanche are projected at 92.58. So another pretty close one. Um, yeah, I, not too bad. I can start out with this one. I'm going to go with the Texas Turf Hoppers. Um, as of right now, the Avalanche has Justin Fields starting. Justin Fields is projected at 19.9 points. Has he come anywhere near that this season? Yeah, I think so. I thought let, he was averaging me, like 15. Let me take a look. But I might be wrong. Um, let me take a look at what he has done so far. Week one, he put up 16.5. Week two, he put up 17.7. Uh, so he's right around there. So he hasn't put up close to 20 yet. But And, I guess and it, he's looked terrible. I, I, and he's going up against Kansas City. Yeah, which means he, he'll he need to score. He'll, yeah. he'll be, they'll be in a constant shootout. I think if they start yeah. designing some more runs for him, which, Which I, I don't know why they haven't. They might they week three well, would be the time out, they do it. He came out the, yesterday or the day before and blamed his quote robotic play on, on the coaches. Oh, I interesting. saw so, that. Yeah, he he put them took, on blast. Took some shots at, at his coaching staff, and I I feel like that's either going to go one or two ways. Either either coaching staff is like, no, nope, screw you, dude. Like, can't be saying stuff like that, and they're going to keep rolling, or they're going to look at it and say. Well, when Fields has got one who set him loose, he's done really well. So I think this will be a turning point. Mm. I, don't, I don't know if I'm like super excited to start him this week, um, but I think he probably still has higher upside than Jordan Love or mm. Gardner Minshew. Um, I'm taking Love this week. So, who are they playing? Uh, New, New Orleans. Orleans. That's a tough. That's a, that's a tough matchup. defense. I'm I'm playing tough Fields one. over Love. Oh, I don't know. I like Love. Jordan Love. I I think I'm kind of high on him because I was so low on him at the beginning of the season, yeah. and he's been playing so well. I'm like, <laughs> he didn't good. play that well last week. Didn't he put up points though? Still, he did. He put up three touchdowns, but only 150 yards passing. And that's his, like Justin Fields minus the touchdowns <laughs> and the rushing. So he has <laughs> but no he has, rushing baseline. Field hasn't been rushing either. Didn't he get like six rushing yards last game? Oh, I, so I, I think it really is dependent on whether or not Fields does run. Like what we've been talking about for the last five minutes is 
If if he gets the chance to run a little bit more, Fields is better than Love. If he doesn't, he got three yards. Three left. rushing but, yards, but a touchdown. Oh, okay, <laughs> so right. a rushing touchdown, which doesn't matter in our league because it's six point passing. So pass it, run it in. It doesn't doesn't change doesn't anything. Matter. But he, yeah, he's still the goal line back essentially for that team. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, Kirk Cousins as QB one right now. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, he's going to continue it against the Chargers. Debo Samuels against the yeah. Giants, Mike Williams against Minnesota, ETN against Houston. I think it's a pretty safe bet on turf hoppers this week. Yep, I'm taking turf hoppers too. I don't think Aaron Jones plays. He hasn't practiced it yet. Practiced it. <laughs> he hasn't practiced it. Yeah. Yeah. We got some Everclear in Luke's uh, ice mountain bottle. <laughs> just <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> got to take the edge off in these pressure yeah. situations. Yeah. No, I just don't think the Avalanche have what it takes to beat turf hoppers. What about you, Joe? What are you thinking? Would you? I think I think the safe pick and probably the correct pick is the Turf Hoppers. I think yeah. that they just more, just more upside. I'm curious, would you guys start Najee over Jerry Judy in what should be a shootout or Terry McLaurin? Ooh, mm. I don't know that I would. Najee's been bad, so bad. He really has so been so bad. He also doesn't really mm. look like he's due for a big game. Like, it looks like he's going to continue to put up the same numbers that he has been. He's looked that bad. Yeah. So, Joe, I'm curious, as the resident Broncos fan, you've been paying attention to him. You were talking about how Judy has a big game, shootout game coming up. I haven't been tracking him. Has Judy looked, did he look good on the field last week against Washington? Or is, like, did he look back? Is he worth a start? Uh, I I think you make a case for him being worth a start. Yeah, I he I don't think he was probably not a hundred percent. I think he looked pretty good though, mm. um, and I think that I think he is the best receiver on that team, um, and I think that that will translate in a, in a game where they're having to really push the ball. Mm. I think that'll give more opportunity, kind of push him to be a hundred percent a little bit sooner. Um, Sutton's been fine. Like I mean. Marvin Mims has looked okay, but I, I, I still think Judy's the clerk at number one. And the more and more we see Russ kind of get back, he took some good shots on um, last week. So I think the more and more of that we see, I would, wouldn't mind having the number one receiver for that team on, on my roster or our starting roster. I would take that over the McLaurin pick. Because uh, McLaurin's playing Buffalo – uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, they're at home. They're at least not traveling to Buffalo, which is huge. But right. I, I would much rather have Judy, and I think he... I don't even know who has a lower floor. <laughs> Najee. Najee's not the... Najee probably has a safer floor. Yeah, I would so agree with that. So going against Kopka, maybe that's what he's doing is the floor play because he thinks his other guys can beat him. Yeah. I could see that being that's the case. Fair. I could see that. I, I don't see either one getting to their projections. Uh, Jerry Judy on three catches last week for five targets, 25 yards, no touchdowns. I know that you were saying he's a little, he's bouncing back still, so he might get a bigger role this week. Um, maybe Judy, definitely not McLaurin. And then uh, we were kind of talking in between the break about Zach Wilson. Why does, why does with, with Dak Prescott, uh, which is crazy, Dak Prescott is projected to get 22 points this week against Arizona, and Turf Hoppers are still going to go with Kirk Cousins against the Chargers. 
But then his third quarterback is Zach Wilson. Why is he not getting the nod? <laughs> yeah. I, Austin, there's a time and a place. You need to see what your young quarterback can do. You need to take chances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think it's worth keeping Zach Wilson on your bench, or do you drop him? Uh, I think you just keep trying to use him as trade bait for with Pekansi. Just saying, you know what, Pekansi? You need somebody. <laughs> just hang in front of you the face. You just need somebody need who will play. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know he's a starter now? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a starting quarterback. You hold him just in case somebody needs a desperation play. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I agree. There's nobody else on the waiver wire that's worth dropping him over right no. now. No. no, I'd agree with that. Interesting fact about the whole Rodgers situation, Zach Wilson coming in. Um, I did see a stat that said, in the last three Monday night football games, DeMar Hamlin almost died. Yep. Aaron Rodgers blows out his Achilles, and Nick Chubb destroys his knee. So Monday night football is currently cursed. <laughs> Does that's anybody brutal. have anyone playing? Dude, that's... that's- that's when Gainwell's playing. So I'm going to amend what I said earlier. If Gainwell blows his knee out or gets hurt again on Monday Night Football, that's my turning point. I'll, I'll start focusing on next year. There's the rebuild. That's All right. it. <laughs> that's it. He blows blows it up. Oh, that'd be so Not crazy. Not rooting for the, uh, for the injury on this one. If that, if that happens, the Vikes might sit out there next Monday night. Just call a forfeit. Yeah. We're going to keep everybody healthy for the rest of the season. We'll take the loss. Yeah. Let's keep Jefferson. Yeah, right. Jefferson's like, no. Allowed in the stadium, like, you know, <laughs> just stay home, don't even show up. It's, it's, it's a 53 like, man healthy scratch. I was gonna say, it's like an expansion team, but Monday night football just gets to pick which guy they take off your team. <laughs> yeah. So they're taking off, they've already gotten their starting quarterback, yeah, they're starting running back, dude. If they can get Jefferson. Yeah. That team is stacked. <laughs> we just throw Cam Akers out there by himself. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. All right, moving into our last matchup of the week, we have the Old York Yorkies and the Roided Strawberries. The mm-hmm. Roided Rawberries. Apologies. Um, currently, projections are 95.96 for the Roided Rawberries and 85.68 for the Yorkies. Luke, are you worried about going up against a 4-0 team that you projected at the bottom of the barrel? Uh, <laughs> it's a good pun with Joe on here. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. you are. I, I don't know. My team, it's week three. I just need to see them do something. Yeah. Give me a little bit of hope back. Yeah. I, I mean, I like my team. I still look at the guys individually and I'm like, yeah. Good player, good player, good player. Mm-hmm. Hunter Henry, I think, right now is the number two or number one tight end in fantasy. Wow. Interesting. I yeah. think so. Part of that is because Andrews and Kelsey were out week one, so they uh, only had one week. <laughs> yeah. And Hen- Henry's put up two 15-point games. Oh. I mean, he's a stud. I-, I think he'll be... He might be a top four or five guy by the end of the year still. I wonder just why they're still the projecting him at 5'3". At there's no respect, Jack. No respect. No respect. Again, no respect. Uh, <laughs> any hesitation on starting Drake London this week over Dobbs? I know London had a great week last week, but... No, it's the matchup. You got London playing Detroit and, and Dobbs, Dobbs playing. playing New Orleans. Yep, okay, I see I see where, you're, where your head's at. For me, for me, London's in. For me, it's Elijah Moore or Dobbs. Okay. And I would rather see Elijah Moore against Tennessee then I just fear that New Orleans defense. I think your biggest advantage against the Rawberries this week is the flex spots. I think your flex spots are way better than his. 
Yeah. The only thing I'm scared about is Ezekiel Elliott is probably due for a touchdown in one of these games. Yeah, but not against the Jets. Ah, not dude, he's Jets. weird. Ezekiel Elliott is, was so weird last year. He got dropped halfway through the season by a team that I was playing against. I picked him up, and he ended up getting a touchdown every single game for the rest of the year. So That's true. I, I'm more scared of Ezekiel Elliott than I'm of Allen Robinson, who put up two and a half points against me last week. Um, Mostert I'm, does not put up 25 again. I'm most scared of Bijan. Yeah, I would be too. That dude's a stud, and also terrified of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick I Mahomes mean, is a freak, and going up against Chicago, he's going to put up a 30 bomb. I'm I'm hoping he just has like a 20 point first half, and they're like, you know what, Patrick, yeah. we've got this yeah. in the bag. <laughs> We're not scared. <laughs> yeah. You're good. Yeah. Uh, Saint the Robberies have Saint Brown, who has been injured. Uh, or got injured last week. I'm thinking that could slow him down a bit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Joe, we've been talking. You <laughs> tell us what you think. Yeah. No, you're good. I I think, and this is against Broncos. I think that Mozart could have a really good good game. Mm. They just gave up what 28 points. Actually, I don't know what it is in Yahoo. And ESPN, it was 28 points against um, Denver last week. And I think that. If if it doesn't go the way I want it to, Miami could be up and just be running the ball. Um, mm-hmm. So I think I think Mostert is going to outscore his projection on here. Mm-hmm. Now, I I think I'm probably picking the Roy DeRoberries to win. You hate um, me. <laughs> Friendship I, over. I, I, I'm enjoying. I'm relishing the fact that I get to root against Luke this week. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it's injury. Um, he loves to root against injury or for injuries most and against me second most. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when Luke gets hurt, it's like a double. Oh, like two bottles, baby. Happen. Bring two <laughs> bottles. <laughs> That's funny. No, I, I do. I do think that you're. Uh, I think Luke's um, or the the Yorkies. I think their flex spots are better. I I don't really like Robinson. I don't think we've seen anything from Pickett to to justify him being that great right now. Um, I think that Hawkinson will have a better week than Henry. I, I know the projection says that too, but I think I think Henry's going to slow down at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's sustainable for him. I think he's been right. amazing, but. It's almost like too good because he had he had some of that even back when he was with um, the Chargers years ago, he would like go on a run. You're like, yep, he's the next coming of Antonio Gates. Like he's the guy, and then it would just like fall off for a while. Like you just the consistency wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about that, but I, I like your running backs a lot. I think that that's as good, and I think Olave. I think he could have a really good game against Green I, Bay. I, I would like agree with that. that. Yep, I could see Olave having a good game this week. I'm high on Olave though. I I don't know if I have a, a bias towards him just because I like the way he plays and watching him in New Orleans is is fun. He always puts up fun games. I'm gonna go with the yeah. Robberies as well, and I think the deciding factor is Patrick Mahomes. I think Mahomes puts up a crazy game, and I think the differential between Tua and Mahomes is gonna be um, substantial enough where Roddy Robberies holds on to it. But I do think it's gonna be a close close week, and it could go either way. I'm going tie. Are you? No. <laughs> Down to the decimal. <laughs> yeah. 94.61 to 94.61. That would be very fun to actually see if it comes true. Oh, my gosh. Somebody clip that. Yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah, for real. Viral. I'll, I'll, send, you, I'll send you a ham sandwich if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You get it. it right. It's coming your way. I, I want double meat. <laughs> yeah, on that one, uh, okay. <laughs> I think it's worth double meat. I, I'm honestly, I think I'm gonna go Robberries too. Okay, I just they're a tough team, dude. Gosh, I hate this. I'm at best, I'm a, if if what I say comes true, at best, I'm two and four, 
end of this week. Yeah, because you could still beat the median. That. I think you do beat the median. Um, uh, all right, moving into our next segment, we got questions and answers. Uh, we do have a question from a total stranger at TX Turf Hoppers. Never heard of them. Yeah, that doesn't even... Is that a, is that a bot? That could be. Turf Hoppers? <laughs> turf Hoppers? Uh, that doesn't even sound like a real person, but we're going to get into it. Um, will the champion receive any non-financial reward, or how about how about last place? Does anybody get a reward that's non-financial? I'll t- so I'll take this question. Yeah. Um, right now... No, that is right now. That's not in the league budget to buy things that aren't paid for by the other members. Um, I would, I would love to have stuff. I would love to have a traveling trophy. Yep. With like just nameplates, it changes. I would love that. If any of the current owners are like, you know what, I'm doing pretty well. I'd like to, I'd like to fund that trophy. Hit me up. Let yeah, me for know. You. Yeah. For you. <laughs> but as of right now, no. As for last place, also no. <laughs> uh, we have none of yeah, that. Yeah, that's going to stay that way. <laughs> Zero, nothing happening bad for maybe once we actually split the two leagues, but no, not this year. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna, too scared. I'm going to say <laughs> la- if if we can come to a conclusion on this, which I think the three of us can, last place in the league gets a tattoo on their butt of the first place team. <laughs> and God, I hope it's Unicorn no. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> Come on, don't cut yourself out, Joe. You could take 15th. <laughs> You're so close. Dude, imagine if African Token wins and you have to get African Token. <laughs> that would be. Oh my gosh. Imagine if, like, imagine if African like Token won. That's what that. he's saying. Oh, I thought you were saying, saying if African Token won saying. and one of us white dudes has to get African Token. <laughs> Oh, and then there's like a disclaimer on the bottom that said, I didn't pick this name or something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I picked this. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag not a racist. Yeah, <laughs> right. Literally. That oh, is too funny. That would be hilarious. So as of right now, no non-financial reward, no uh, non-financial punishment for last place. But I'm sure by the end of the year that we will we'll come up with something. I don't think it's going to be ink on skin, though. It's a little too permanent. <laughs> Gel pen. <laughs> Can you imagine if you lost like four years in a row and your butt's just scattered with relegation <sighs> logos? <laughs> He's so bad. It's like a bumper sticker on a on a car. Oh my gosh, that would be terrible. No, we're de- <laughs> I, we're not doing that one. Not doing that. But I would like to think of something. We'll yeah. have to get together, yeah. come up with come up with an idea because. I do love those. Those punishment ideas are pretty fun. As long as you're not the one being <laughs> punished. Yeah. Yeah. We should yeah. Have, we should <laughs> exactly. incorporate the ham sandwich somehow. Because that's been talk of the town for the first two weeks. If we had like a ham sandwich trophy or something. <laughs> like the, the golden yeah. ham sandwich. That would be great. Yeah, that would be good. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Heck yeah. I love it. All right. Moving into question two of the week. We had a, a question from a friend of the pod at Minnesota Tim One. Make sure to check out his podcast. Yeah, the Minnesota Tim podcast. If you're a fan of Minnesota sports, he talks Timberwolves and Vikings. Follow him. He's a fun listen. He had he had Jack and I on a few weeks ago. Yeah. It was really, really fun. So, yeah, if you're looking for a Minnesota sports podcast, check out Minnesota Tim podcast. Yeah. We loved him. He's, he's a great guy. Um, his question for the podcast was, will Anthony Richardson be a top five fantasy quarterback by the end of the season? Um, Joe, do you want to you take this one? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I I'd say no. I think he has probably a skill set too, and and could down the road. I don't think this year it's going to happen. 
I don't think the Colts are good enough. I think that he's shown that he has injury stuff. Um, so I don't think he's going to end up inside the top five. And then you have guys like um, Kirk Cousins going off that are going to like bump him out of a spot. Um, so I would say no. Where, where would you say he falls? If you had to pick a position on the dot, not top five, not top ten, you got to pick the exact position. Oh, I will give him. I'd probably say nine. Mm. Okay. So he cracks nine. the top ten. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Top ten. Why didn't you just say top ten <laughs> after you phrased <laughs> the question? Easy. I, <laughs> so dumb. <here. laughs> uh, I I do think there's a pos- oh, this is a hot take possible chance that Anthony Richardson ends with more points this season than Joe Burrow. Uh, I can see it. Yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't shock me if he came in at like ten and Joe Burrow was like eleven or twelve. Just with the, how it the w- season okay. started. No, it would shock me if that happened. It would shock me if Burrow's eleven, twelve. I don't know. He doesn't look good so far. I know he's working with a uh, calf issues or whatever. What did yeah. I say last <laughs> yeah, episode? Yeah, calf issues. Calf or something. issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, if if that continues to happen, then they decide to sh- sit Joe Burrow for longer. That's just more games that Anthony Richardson's getting points and he's not. So I wouldn't be shocked. Maybe, maybe we've also seen Anthony Richards go out though. That's true. Yeah, I don't. I, I think he's got, I would. He's I got would concussion say, issues. He's got concussion. <laughs> yeah, you know, at the farm, concussions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I agree with you guys. Not not top five. No, I don't think so either. And our last question from uh, BL Lumberjacks: Which team owner would be most likely to go into Mordor with you? Um, is this saying? Do you think is this asking? Who would be most likely to just be like, oh, here you're going to Mordor. Yeah, yeah, yeah I could I'll take a long. Yeah. Or is it, who would you take? Like, if you had to be Frodo and you're taking a Sam, mm. what, do you, what do you think is the heart of this question? Mm, I think it's more like, hey, I'm heading to Mordor. We got an extra seat in the van. Who wants to come with? <laughs> okay. And in that case, I'm going to take the Corndog Kings. I'll take both of them. They can they can double lap or they can lap up or whatever. They're like two of the biggest guys in our league. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're big cats. And yeah. I think... Uh, with Noah Schwab's ability to climb pretty much anything, uh, I think that does help in, in the fact that we're going to have to get up the mountain somehow. The kid is fearless. <laughs> yeah, it's, he is. So we, in college, we went to Havasu Falls together, yeah. and we were cliff jumping, and we kind of separated from the college group that we went with, and we ended up meeting a native kid who was local there. Yeah. And so he started showing us all these hidden spots that nobody else really knew about. Oh, that's sick. Oh, it was so fun. But we got to this one, literally called Hidden Falls, and Noah looks up like, probably 150 feet no lie <laughs> and he goes hey, can you jump from there like, he's like no you would die <laughs> like this is a kid who jumps these falls all the time and noah's like oh, I, th- I think i could do it yeah. he's like no <laughs> you're not doing it. he didn't end up doing no. it but he, noah is literally that kind of guy who he's like i'm not gonna think about it i'm just gonna go if the kid would have said yeah you'll be fine he would have done it heartbeat wow all right yeah i'm taking him into mortar with yeah. me <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and he can take the lead. He'll take the ring. You think I can jump from this cliff into that lava? How hot do you think that lava actually I think is? I, can, I think I can take it. <laughs> That's too funny. Sweet. All right. Well, moving into the uh, closing. Wow, yeah. look at that. Wow. <laughs> Time flies when you're having fun with the bourbon bill- barrels. Um, guys, we appreciate you being here. We are Relegation Fantasy Football. You can find us on Apple Podcast and Spotify if you're looking to listen into the audio. You can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at The Relegation League. If you're looking for any insides on 
uh, owner information. If you're looking for any sort of trade alerts, they're going to be on all those platforms. Really fun. Um, and then you can also check us out on X uh, uh, or Twitter. The uh, We've changed the name. Oh, thank we are, God. <laughs> we are the relegation FFL on Twitter. We are not the relegate T anymore. <laughs> yeah, so no. I don't have to spell that out. <laughs> oh, that stupid mistake. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I and hated then, it. And then our Fantasy League home is on Yahoo Sports. It's linked in the description, so make sure to check that out. More information week by week if you're looking to really track um, information and points. That's a great spot. Also, send us questions on Twitter and TikTok. We're looking to answer some of your questions if we can get around to them. Again, we have so many. But Yeah, I mean, people like Tixus. Yeah. So we need we need better randoms. Yeah. Try to get them in as soon as you can, though. We want to read your questions and be ready for our next podcast so we can answer those for you. Follow and subscribe for more content every single week. But again, we appreciate you being here. Joe, thanks for jumping on the call today. Glad to have you here, man. Oh yeah, appreciate it, guys. Hopefully, we uh, we turn my season around this week, and uh, hopefully, I get seven on seven or seven four seven on my picks. <laughs> Heck yeah, I got I got faith in Bartonville. Yes, and go injuries. Yeah, and <laughs> injuries on three. One, One two, two, three. Injuries. 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 <laughs> uh, the delay. <laughs> awesome. All right, we'll catch you guys so next. So bad rooting for injuries. <laughs> yeah, it's good though it's good man all right we'll see you guys next week uh, whoa whoa what that's not your sign off oh yeah see you later relegators <laughs> see you guys <laughs>